0: i saw a wave a dark wave come over our nation and it's not just the election of course but this program is going to be all in the name rigged Rigged. because when i and we formed rigged it was because of the financial system but rigged is now becoming common in america it's all rigged. rigged in a rigged, rigged. system, in our culture, the rigged in the system. Today, we're going to be discussing the banking crisis um, and kind of explaining it a little bit more uh, so you can understand the bigger picture and not just some of the short-term headlines you're getting that, you know, one particular bank collapsed or this one is and it's not a big deal because they bailed it out. There's actually a lot more to it. So I want to explain today a little bit about what it really means uh, so you could properly be prepared uh, for what's coming. Uh, I guess with the best way to put it is um, we might as well start saying, you know, uh, welcome to hyperinflation. Uh, because what they're planning to do, if it turns out the way um, that they stated, we could literally see a potential not only inflation, but hyperinflation on some of our products, services, and goods because our currency will be so diluted. Uh, the U.S. is now studying ways to guarantee all bank deposits if the crisis grows. Well, it's not a matter of if. The crisis is growing and it's going to continue. There's at least 50 more banks on the chop block right now, and it's going to, it's going to get worse. This is just getting started. The banks are insolvent, folks, so understand banks are insolvent. They're all fractional banking, meaning they bring in, you know, $100, they loan out $2,500. Now, how that translates into the United States banking system, there's about $14 trillion on deposit in U.S. banks. They have about maybe $1.4 trillion in cash. So if everybody decided they wanted their money, you're just not getting it because they don't have it. And so they're now looking to see if they can guarantee all bank deposits, which could literally climb into uh, the realm of trillions of dollars. Now, we just are we're throwing around the word trillion like it's not a big deal, but that's nine hundred and ninety nine billion. We do not have trillions of dollars to bail out the banking system. If we were to print money to bail out the banking system to the tune of trillions, we will see hyperinflation. Now, to put it in perspective for those of you who believe in the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, which they try adamantly to tell you, "Oh, if you're below 250,000, don't worry, we will save bail you out and save you." Now, mind you, they're changing the rules. Because the Dodd-Frank law, we were a nation of laws, but the Dodd-Frank law in 2008 made it clear bailouts were not going to happen. It was going to be bail-ins, and that's just not the case. But according uh, to the numbers, the FDIC Insurance Fund had only about $128 billion in it. Now, how the FDIC Insurance Fund gets their money, the banks would pay a fee. And through those fees the the fund added up, so it used to be only about twenty five thirty billion. but I guess over these years it's added up to about a hundred and twenty eight billion in the insurance fund. Well, the FDIC gave Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank just two of them a hundred and forty three billion dollars. It not only doesn't have any more money for bailouts, where are they getting? the other $15 billion. The only place they can get it is taxpayers, and it's not like they could just yank it out of thin air. They're going to have to print money. And this is just getting started. Now, I won't go into too much detail on the Silicon Valley Bank, but this is an atrocity on the taxpayers and we the people. Silicon Valley Bank were billionaires and millionaires. They were venture capitalists. A lot of them were tech Chinese companies, Chinese money, they should never have been bailed out. The, the bank took risks and did things with bonds that they shouldn't have done. Those people deserve to lose the money. 90% of all of those people in Silicon Valley Bank were above the $250,000 threshold. They should have lost their money. Instead, the government comes in and bails it out. Well, of course, they're going to because Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank in New York, both are far left wing organizations. And they have people like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton donors sitting on the board. So this was a big political quid pro quo bailout for the cronies of our Democratic Party. That's not healthy. They used all that money to bail out billionaires and millionaires and bail out. A lot of them were Chinese, which what are we doing bailing out communists? So there is no more money in the FDSC insurance fund and we're just getting started. There's already another 50 banks, like I said, on the chop block, and it's just getting getting going. And the Federal Reserve is caught between a rock and a hard place because if they don't raise interest rates, the economy is, is going to continue to rip up and inflation is going to continue to rage. If they stop interest rates and cut it, it's going to be bad news for optics for the Federal Reserve and it's going to collapse the system. So we, we're like in a, a place where no matter what happens, damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. We either are going to be dealing with um, a full on market meltdown like a Great Depression or a Weimar Germany hyperinflation. So this is just here in the United States over in Switzerland, which this is a really big deal because they're all connected. The European banks are connected to the American banks and we're all kind of intertwined. But the Credit Swiss situation is real. The Swiss government just changed the law. Like literally in the middle of everything, these governments are literally making it up as they go and changing, breaking their current laws and just changing laws as they go. Now the Swiss government came out, they changed the law and instantly eliminated shareholder rights in the UBS purchase of Credit Suisse. Now, that purchase, by the way, by UBS is already on the block because UBS is starting to realize this is a really bad idea. It's probably going to take us down if we do this. And they're starting to look like they're backing out of the deal. This is going to be a 50, 60 billion dollar bailout. And that's just getting started. But the government just changed the law instantaneously and said shareholder rights are eliminated. Now, that was in Switzerland, but don't think for a second that in America, if we get too sticky, that they just don't up and do something and say, sorry, You're, I don't care what the law says, this is what's going to happen, and you're going to lose your money. You just can't trust it, and I'm very irritated at some high-profile Christians, commentators, especially checkbook finance-type commentators that are on TBN and such, that uh, speak about Oh, don't worry. He actually Ramsey, man. He actually insulted people like don't even I can't even believe you're thinking your bank will be in trouble. He was like insulting people to think, you know, your bank could be in in problems. Your bank's going to be fine, he said. He doesn't know that. What an insult of Intel intellect. Now we got 50 more banks, Mr. Ramsey. What do you say about that? That's just an irresponsible statement, because this is unchartered territory, and you don't know. Yes, Silicon Valley Bank was an isolated incident, but it's not. This is just getting started. It's better to be prepared and be cautious than not. Because if they're changing the rules like this, how do you know you're safe? Because you remember, that money's not yours in a bank. you've given them a loan. They just have an obligation to pay you back. The global banking system is really and truly in uncharted territory. And they're making up the rules as they go. And that spells a bad recipe because we're already in maximized debt levels in Europe and the United States. We can't afford to be bailing out trillions, and we definitely can't afford to be going to war as we are. We're acting like we have the money. and We don't. It's almost in a situation here. There is a really tough situation, actually, but it's a situation where central bankers around the world right now, specifically the West, they have a choice, either the Greater Depression or the Weimar Republic, Germany, of inflation, And I don't think many people realize how grave the situation is. And this is not about fear. I'm tired of people saying, oh, fear and vulnerability and you're doing. No. How about being a watchman warning people? This is what's going on out there. Maybe you should pay attention. If you want to be afraid, that's your problem. How about just get prepared and you won't be afraid? But they're just making up the rules here. And they have two choices. Either you're going to crash the economy to the point of a depression or you're going to have ripping runaway inflation because they can't stop it this time because they have printed too much of the currency in the euro and the United States dollar. And then you throw on top Biden, oh sloppy Joe when he did the Russia sanctions, it destroyed the banking system. I talk about that a lot, but that those sanctions are the biggest backfire miscalculation. Now, I'm saying miscalculation and backfire, but I've had people tell me, especially my wife, which she's probably right, is that it's not a miscalculation at all. They did it on purpose. They knew it was going to cause this chaos. Because they want to usher in the world order, the digital currency, digital ID, and enslave us all. I'm like, yeah, probably right. Because either that or you're really ignorant. Because to think you were going to bankrupt Russia, and now they're doing better now than before, they've aligned now. We have actually pushed Russia into the hands of China to the point where China on an international stage has declared and made it clear that the United States and 250 years of, it ex- of its existence has been a war for 236, that the United States is the one who's causing wars, killing people, dropping bombs, st- destabilizing governments. Boy, the Chinese laid into us. I have never seen that in my life. And now the Chinese have declared they will join Iran if Ukraine does not accept the Chinese peace plan, here you got China now negotiating terms around the world. The United States is so inept, ran by these, these communists, that, which I think they're doing it on purpose. They're just destroying us. You now have China leading the way on negotiating global geopolitical issues. But China's made it clear that if Ukraine does not accept a peace proposal, which the United States and in Europe said no way, that China will join Iran and they will arm Russia and this thing will escalate. But you're dealing with a country that deals with Russia-China alliance, the BRIC Nation alliance that has about 60% of the world's population in the alliance. You have the Saudis going with them. You have all of these people that used to be on our side going with them. Even the Saudi Arabia has been dumping U.S. treasuries. So not only did they ditch the petrodollar, they're now dumping their treasuries and they're moving towards the yuan. Russia just declared the yuan is going to be the new reserve currency in their zone, the BRICS. So this is a very serious point, And they don't want you understanding it. So Kiev, you know, Ukraine better get a grip on this, but I don't think they care. You see, this is a war the United States started and they're they're pushing it to the nth degree and they're just using They even said it. I mean, Powell from the State Department. These people are unbelievable. She even said publicly, this is a war between the United States and Russia. We're just using the Ukrainian people to do it. Wow, that's great, people. Let's just kill all of these people just because we wanted to pick a fight with Russia, because we were afraid that our dollar dominance was waning. Great. That's nice. Let's just kill people. Great. So now you've got President Xi Jinping inviting Putin to Beijing in a growing sign of support for Russia after warning China will be standing guard over the new world order. They are taking the lead away from the United States as negotiable leaders of sanity. Because remember, the Chinese, now I'm talking just modern time, they haven't dropped a bomb on anybody. Well, except uh, the pandemic they let loose. But there's a lot of chatter that the United States dropped that virus into China. We were paying for the gain of function. So who knows where that one's going, right? So here you have China standing guard over a new world order, lining with Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia and others, India, And here we are throwing another three hundred and fifty million at Ukraine. The world uh, well, the IMF International Monetary Fund, they just committed another 14 billion where that money comes from is the United States and the Europeans. We're on the brink literally of financial collapse and war with China, and yet we continue to spend like we have the money. That is a problem. They, we are committed to be all in, all in on this war. As I declared before, if we do not win this war, which I don't think we need to be, we should be stopping and creating peace and stop the insanity of trying to destroy Russia. It's not going to happen. We should get back to the global order we had. But unfortunately, I think the Pandora box is open. And even if we tried it, I think it ends. I think the dollar hegemony is gone. I think we've lost respect of the world leaders. Look at our society. Even President Xi of China was caught on a hot mic talking about United States being such a low point of our nation. Look at us socially, how how queer we are. And I'm not just talking sexually. I'm talking in so many ways of thinking, thinking about criminals and thinking about protecting businesses and society. These people on the left are unhinged lunatics. And we've got to stand up and say no. But we're not. And we're going to pay the price for that for decades to come if we don't. So this is the real situation of the banking crisis because the banking crisis is tied to the war, is tied to the global financial, is tied to the global supply chain. And if you think we can just confiscate hundreds of billions from Russia and and pick a war like this at a time when we in the West are in this much debt. Remember, the United States has more debt than any nation in the history of the world ever. The timing couldn't have been Worse, So you're either incredibly stupid or you're doing it on purpose, which is really evil to a nation that once was great. So until next week, God bless each and every one of you. With
1: record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time. And that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.